Hello, everyone. You're listening to the Winnipeg Music Project on 101.5 UMFM. This is Ashley Bienyash. Today, I am here with Fred Penner. Yay. Hello, Fred Penner. Hello, <laughs> how are Ashley. you? I'm well. How are you doing? Very good. Um, it's very exciting to have you on the show today. Um, <laughs> when I was growing up, I had a cassette of your music that my mom would always play. Cassette. A cassette. I see. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, the cat came back, and uh, sandwiches were my jam. Indeed. Um, I'm sure my mom. You're not alone. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure that's what you hear all the time. Um, so for, for those of you that are listening who, for some reason, don't know your name, can you tell me a little <laughs> bit about yourself? <laughs> well, uh, Fred Penner is my name, and I've been doing what I do, that is performing in many different styles and, and forms and and acting, etc., for 45 years, longer than you've been on the planet, young lady. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, for, for a long time, since the early 70s, when I, when I made a decision to attempt to become a, to make a living as a performer. Mm-hmm. And uh, I explored many different directions, uh, in lots of, lots of theater at the University of Winnipeg, my alma mater, and uh, performed out here at the U of M often back in those days. And then it just uh, grew and took other paths and directions until recording came along in the uh, in the late seventies, early eighties. With the cat came back. Mm-hmm. Then a TV series called Fred Penner's Place came mm-hmm. along in nineteen eighty five, that ran for thirteen years, almost a thousand episodes. Wow! Uh, <clears throat> and uh, and that sort of established my my name certainly in Canada as a uh, as a children's family entertainer because the parents often enjoyed the uh, the work as much as the kids did and that was really really important to me mm-hmm. and uh and I've never looked back it just keeps growing and building and taking me in new new directions and uh life is full and busy have you always wanted or did you always want to do children's music no no not at all no. I, I I wanted to be do music mm-hmm. and and I I still don't really put uh, that tight a distinction on what I do as children's music or adult music, uh, that's irrelevant to me. Mm-hmm. It's music for a, a person, for a human to listen to and sing. If it's, if it's, if it's deep, is it, if it has a concept that goes inside of you and makes you think a little bit, great. If it's, if it's a little bit lighter and something like sandwiches, that's fun. That's a universal concept that people can relate to. If it's mysterious, like the cat came back, Great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I brought lots and lots of songs to my work that were not never considered. They, they were just folk songs, basically, or songs that, that people enjoyed singing that I put on my albums that are now thought of as children's songs, but they were never, they were never that. It's just, it's just music. Mm-hmm. It's just, just for humans. music, for yeah. human consumption. I'm a human <laughs> I'm, I'm a, I am. I, I'll stop there. Yeah, you're I a human. am a human. I'm not a cartoon. <laughs> Great. Well, that's yeah. awesome. How about we start off with a song? You wanted to play sure. This Is My World. Mm-hmm. This will be live. Uh, what inspired this piece of this, music? This song is probably about 10 years old or the, the beginning of it. And, uh, and I, uh, as I was digging for the material for this album, I thought, uh, I, I had, I mean, I have many, many songs, you know, probably a couple or three CDs worth. And I just started digging through. And this and this one always had something that I, I really liked about it. Um, I did perform it a couple of times, and it, it, um, it, it, it didn't, didn't get recorded. It wasn't, didn't become part of my regular 
regular show because it is it is a little gentler, mm-hmm. and uh, and when I'm performing, I I, I follow a, a flow, and having something that engages the audience and you know brings them into a chorus, that's really important to me. And and there were others that uh, that just sort of took took uh, priority along along the way that I had recorded mm-hmm. that people wanted to hear. So uh, so this one. Uh, goes way back. It 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 again deals with my my perspective of life, as most of my songs do. You know, my self self penned numbers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is my world from here to forever. It's it's perspective of 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 here we are on this planet, trying to figure out where we're going, what's happening with with all of us as we as we move along. And what kinds of things do we need to continue? Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to hear it. So this is this is my world. This is my world. This is my world from here to forever. This is my life following dreams, riding the wind, counting the stars, watching the sun rise. Riding the wind, counting the stars, watching the sun rise. My eyes see the wonder, ears hear the music, hands hold the treasure waiting for me. I say what I think when I talk and sing, hearts filled with love. I say what I think when I talk and sing, hearts filled with love. This is our day, from morning to moonlight, you are the ocean, I am the sky, we'll sing a song on top of a rainbow, this is my world, we'll sing a song on top of a rainbow, this is my world, grow, growing, When the night falls, I go to bed. Tomorrow's swimming through my head. I'm not afraid to fall asleep. I am a shepherd counting my sheep. This is my world from here to forever. This is my life. Following dreams, riding the wind, counting the stars, watching the sun rise. Riding the wind, counting the stars, watching the sun rise. Riding the wind, counting the stars, watching the sun rise. Yeah, wow, that was fantastic. I feel so special that I'm the only one in the room that got to hear that right now. <laughs> you did. Plus, you're listening. How many listeners do you have at any uh, It depends on um, the day, I guess. Um, 
I can get back to you on that if you'd like. No, that's no? okay. <laughs> so everyone is listening. This is the Winnipeg Music Project on 101.5 UMFM. I'm Ashley Bignesh, and you just heard Fred Penner sing live, This Is My World. Mm-hmm. Very nice. It is Thank very you. very chill, very laid back. Um, it's a wonderful message, too. Uh, when you're writing your music, how do you decide what you're going to sing about? <laughs> like, How do you choose those lyrics and feel comfortable sharing them with people? It's... Um the that's the creative process that that I that is a mystery to me. Mm-hmm. Um, when I have a, I mean, a, a lot of the songs that I've written in the past, uh, we were talking earlier on about TP Tales, mm-hmm. that Aboriginal-based TV series that I did. A, well, the two seasons that they they did, and there's potential talk that there may be a, another season coming up, <gasps> but that would be fabulous if it mm-hmm. was. But the uh, the the show was based on uh, Aboriginal spiritual values. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there were four um, children puppets. There were yeah. two grandparent puppets, and there were seven animal puppets. Each one connecting with a spiritual value. So, turtle was truth, eagle was love, bear is respect, wolf is humility, etc., uh, etc. Et and I would write songs for these particular characters in 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 how the 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 script was unfolding so writing to task like that is is like half of the work is done already mm-hmm. because i i know where the script is going i know the dialogue that's happened between the characters and all of a sudden there's this space where there's no music i know who's supposed to be singing it i know what it's supposed to be about so so it's trimmed down already yeah. so then then i sit and think okay well what is the message that this animal, this character, this value is trying to communicate to the child. And uh, and I, I will brainstorm. I have a you know process where I, I get a big pad of paper and I just start writing down ideas and thoughts and, and, and chorus wor- or words that will either be a chorus or part of a part of a verse. I, I usually do the verse chorus bridge pattern in, mm-hmm. in my in my writing process. And uh, and and then it's and then it's all about the editing. Then you know the, the it's the two sides of the brain. So so the right brain goes in and and goes crazy and opens up the vulnerable path. And it's okay, bring this in. What is that? How does this fit? And then it's okay. Now I've got this bank of stuff in front of me. How do I trim that down to a song? Mm-hmm. Now this this phrase doesn't really work. So I'll I'll move that onto a different column. This one, oh I like I like the 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 style of the of the words. Or the, uh, the the way it rolls off the tongue, or how it how it sounds w- when I sing it, mm-hmm. and and usually I write lyric before melody, yeah, except for one song which we'll talk about later. Okay. <laughs> um, anyway, so that that's the it's 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 a process, and mm-hmm. the biggest part of the process is the editing part, and uh, and I meet so many performers or hear songs from from young people who are trying to get into the business, and, and they say, how do I how do I do what, what you do? How, how? I said, well, first of all, why are you doing this? What's your motivation for doing whatever it is you do? And do you have a process for creativity? And do you know what it means to be self-critical and edit your work mm-hmm. so that you actually come up with something that, that, that does make sense? It's not just because it's out of you, it's automatically good. That's true. Which yeah. is which is the danger. Mm-hmm, unfortunately, and some people can't hear that uh, or don't like hearing that feedback. Truly. Um, what's one of the things I struggle with when I'm songwriting is just being comfortable with being able to share 
my ideas. I think I think that editing that's thing, hard. Uh, a lot of the themes that I'll talk about are personal and that relates to what I'm experiencing because I'm in my 20s. Of course, it's all about me, and <laughs> I find it hard to be able to be willing to share that. And I think it's really imp- I think it was really good for me to hear and maybe people who are listening to hear from you that the editing process is so important. Yeah. Um, what I find in a lot of a lot of artists will do is just they'll write the music. Yeah. And then hope the lyrics will fit in. And I think I should try writing the lyrics like mm. you're saying do, and then create the the melody. Um, and that's that's how you've yeah. always done it. Ninety nine percent of the time has been has been lyric first. I I like words. I like the sound of word. I, I like to think that I am erudite and articulate, mm-hmm. and I have a vocabulary that I like to play with. Um, yeah, so so the words the words tended to come out, come out first. Does it come out like like poetry, <laughs> or? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Usually in in a in a poetic, poetic style. Mm-hmm. Um, I've I've yeah I've re- I, I yeah I do think of it as certainly as poetry, and and often I will, I will take uh, take a song and just say it. There, there's a whole concept of say a song a day. You know, don't sing it, but just just read it through and see see what it's saying to you because often when when you the music can get in the w- get in the way mm-hmm. of what you're really trying to communicate sometimes you know if if there's not really a good fit between the music and the lyric and sometimes I'll listen to uh, songs on the radio or wherever and I think well, I I miss that line what is that you know what what are you trying to say oh singer on the radio <laughs> you know um so it's really it, it's Im- it's important for me to to follow a strong strong lyric and and just build it into a song so that that isn't that the point you, you want your listener to relate to your energy to what you are communicating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would hope so. Yeah, that's the point. One way or another. Yeah, yeah. hopefully. Um, interesting. Great. Um, so I want to go back a little bit farther back in time. Um, how did you get involved in music? I was born. You were born. <laughs> birth. Birth had a big thing, birth. a lot to do with it. Yeah. No, I, I, I had. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that's okay. Uh, I, I was surrounded by music, mm-hmm. you know, different, well, sounds from birth. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they, they say sometimes that, um, that music starts with your heartbeat and that pulse that's inside of you that is constant until you die. And you feel that that pulse inside, and 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 things excite you, and you feel that, you know that that increasing. Uh, when I was growing up, my parents, uh, we didn't have a lot of music played at home, not not live. My sister played piano, so I, I learned bits and pieces from her. My parents were into the swing music of the '40s, back there, so a lot of Benny Goodman and uh, and the Dorsey Brothers, etc. And my dad was a huge classical fan. He loved. Opera. He loved classical music. Um, so, so I hear, I heard all these sounds as I was growing up. Have an older brother and sister who were into the the music of the fifties. You know, the early boy bands, so Elvis. I, I mean, a lot of great music came out of that era mm-hmm. that is still being you know twisted around and used today. Yep. Anyway, so I I uh, I had lots of different musical influences that were in me, and I I've got a great musical memory. So, so these songs would would come in, and I would, I'd be able to to imitate them, to hear them, to learn, learn the line, learn the chorus. I didn't start playing guitar till I was fifteen. Oh, 
but but al- along that path was was all more about singing than anything else. Mm-hmm. And how did so you, you enjoyed music? How did that go from performing music and writing your own into that? Um, I, I guess it was a natural evolution, inevitably. You know, as you as you feel more confident about, as I felt more conf- confident about who I was and my ability to create music and sound, which is a huge challenge for a lot of young people. They they don't like like the sound of their voice, first of all. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that can freak them out. Until they, they get comfortable and realize that there is, it's just a matter of, of working at it and listening to it and feeling, just f- developing confidence, that's all. So I, I got better at what I was doing. I was the and I went to Kelvin High School, and I was the guitar player at the back of the ski bus, oh. you know, playing playing the songs there, and everybody singing along, and uh, and playing the coffee houses, and you know, just gaining, as I said, confidence. And uh, and then in the seventies was really when I started started writing writing music, and mm-hmm. it came from different things that would inspire me. I I I saw I saw I, I probably one of the first songs I I wrote was called. Lily Drake, and I was watching, I was in Kenora, Ontario, with, um, you know, Al Simmons. Is that a familiar name? I've heard of him. Yes, he's a, he's a dear, dear friend. But Al and I, with uh, a couple of other players, including Bob King, who wrote the Sandwiches song. Mm-hmm. We can talk about that. Uh, but we were in Kenora, and I was watching television, and there was a program that came on called Dying Hard about the silicosis and, with the miners in Newfoundland. And I watched this show, and I and it was so riveting that I I took notes down immediately as I was watching it about the different characters, and uh, and wrote this this ballad kind of thing that is really never seen the light of day. But uh, but that was an early that early was, tune. That was the beginnings. Yeah, yeah, in the in the in the in the early early seventies. Mm-hmm. So it's always really been human music. <laughs> that's about someone's yeah. human experience. No, exactly. That's yeah. that's the key. Be, uh, and I think a huge part of it for me is knowing the value of music in me. Uh, I, I had a sister who was a Down syndrome child. Music was a huge part of her life. And I saw that as a teenager. And so I understood that connection between the va- between music and an emotional response to it. Mm-hmm. And uh, and always wanting to to make that connection with people, you know, and and I, I was I was pretty good at it as as time went by that I yeah. you know yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly yeah maybe well a little bit <coughs> so I, I I just I just kept working and people liked it and encouraged me to do more and there you go and and here you are forty five years later yeah on the Winnipeg Music Project <laughs> I, I have arrived yeah finally <laughs> um so. Uh, 45 years is there's been a lot of change in music um, and how we listen to music and how we obtain and how you get exposed to music. Uh, what has been like the biggest change you've noticed over the years of how people consume music that has affected how you make it? Um, well, the, the I mean, the technologies have have messed messed things up mm-hmm. pretty, pretty much. The internet. Uh, with the internet, with the internet, I, I mean, there, there's it's a it's a very loaded question. Sorry. <coughs> no, I, I mean it's 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 a good question, but it, but it's complex, because in in the in the beginning mm-hmm. in the 80s, that was the heyday for for so many artists, and certainly for myself and Sharon Olson Bram and Rafi, and we were 
we were traveling across the country doing you know concerts for thousands and thousands and thousands of people and they were all buying CDs so we sold you know I mean I've sold in my lifetime over a million recordings you know with with different you know different times so but that 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 was that was huge that was the the time until the mid sort of mid 90s and then the technologies started to you know you were at the 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 brink of of this nano nanotechnology and the uh in the USB world and the computers were were building and and then it just got it got more complicated uh you lost be, because e- music was more accessible certainly through the internet so people were buying less CDs um you know, so it it, it that, that was that was a huge turning point in the late '80s, and and the TV series Fred Penner's Place was affected by that, because mm-hmm. the um, because now there was computer generated animation, and uh, some people at the CBC thought that that would be certainly less expensive than paying a human being, and uh, and so they would they would uh, they, I, I was basically bumped out of uh, of my my show in the late in '97. And I think that was part of the reason, you know, a, another director wanted to make his mark in the in the industry, and that, you know, and a live person was, oh well, we've got Mr. Dress up, let let's run him for a while, you know. So that that was an unfortunate turn of the technology, mm-hmm. and I think the the most dangerous, maybe off topic here a little bit, but the most difficult or dangerous part of the technology's re music is that it's too easy to record something and put it out there. So anybody with with a computer, with a inexpensive piece of software, with a, with a couple of microphones can sit down and can record something and say, "Oh, this is great. I'm going to I'm going to tell the world about my my beautiful song." Mm-hmm. And they put it out before it's gone through any kind of again editing process before they've really looked at it. And and are sure that this is what they're they're trying to trying to create. It's too easy for it to get out there, and so then you're inundated with more music than you know what to do with. So then you have to be really selective. Then it gets into, oh here here's one person that I whose opinion I appreciate, and I will follow this this thread. You know because it's all about following now. Mm-hmm. Who's following who and Twitter and. You know, and uh, and Instagram. Yeah. I I don't like this person. I don't really like where they're going. So I'm going to follow Ashley and see because I appreciate her musical choices. You know, so you're always we are always trying to find some kind of thread that will lead us to things that that we appreciate. And again, weeding through the the mire of of the music. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's a good one. The mire of the, the music. music. Ooh, I like that. I'll just write that down. That's yeah. right. That's recorded, so you can. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> so you don't you don't forget. Yeah. So if you were going to restart, for example, in today, like today, how do you think you would have had the, the same success that you oh, had? Or? No, there's no no way at all I, I could do that. This I've been blessed over over this time. Timing was was perfect mm-hmm. uh, because the post-war generation, the boomers, were having kids, mm-hmm. and uh, and and the that generation is one of the largest ever to move through society. So that the so the 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 impetus to feed that generation was there, and that's that's where it all began with uh, with children's en- children's entertainment, with family entertainment, and um, and so to start now, it it would be, it would be, um, 
harder. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I mean, the, 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 the level of contact would, would be almost impossible because uh, CBC television would, would not just come and, and, uh, and, and put a series on my lap, not, not tell me wh- what it was, just saying, what would you like to do? Here you go. Here you go. Do a series. What do you want? What would you like to see? Yeah. They don't do that anymore. It's, I, I've, you know, somebody has concept, and so it's, it's sort of backwards now. I mean, mm-hmm. if you like somebody's energy, then give them the opportunity to create it, and that's what happened with Fred Penn's place. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and now everything with insights and what people want to see, and you feed off of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Oh, well, that's... That's we will never have another um, uh, Fred Penner. It's just going to be you are going to be the That's one it. and only that matters. Are, aren't right? we all like that? We are unique beings, individuals in this world, and we do what we must to to feed our our bliss, to feed our our, our energy, to uh, feed our communication with the people we love. Mm-hmm. That's true. We're all unique and we're all special and we all have something to say. Exactly. Exactly. Finding that can be the challenge, but it's true. That's true. Awesome. Let's move on with that from that. But uh, we're going to we're going to listen to your song La Vida. Ooh, fabulous! From your album. Mm -hmm. Um, What inspired this piece of music for this song? Uh, I've I I love singing in other languages. Uh, my Christmas album years back in 1992, which was in fact produced by Ken Whiteley, who produced "Hear the Music." Oh, by coincidence, but uh, but on that album, I, I've always enjoyed language and music and the sound. So I I have smatterings of of a dozen different languages running around in my brain. I know how to say I don't know in eight different languages. <laughs> that's <laughs> that, that, That's a that's good thing. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so so I I like I like language. I've uh, on this Christmas album, I sang in Ukrainian, French, German, seventeenth uh, uh, century Spanish, oh. like a whole a whole raft of different sounds. And it it's exciting for me to to feel how the sounds work with music, like mm-hmm. that. And um, and in a few years ago, I was playing a school show with uh, in Calgary, and the uh, Calgary you may or may not know has a Spanish immersion schools really in calgary interesting very they're interesting. very close to spanish-speaking countries so that would make sense are they no not at all <laughs> not at all but apparently there's some some link there there must be a huge community there uh, yeah, yeah. Or, or or people who who want to learn spanish oh, who knows yeah. but I, but it surprised me but some of the teachers in the school were saying does fred have any you know i mean they, they, they have english in the school obviously mm-hmm. but asking if i had any spanish songs and I, I do, I have a couple of tunes that, that I, I sing occasionally, but they weren't really appropriate. So I thought, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write a song for this. Mm-hmm. And uh, La Vida came out. And, uh, and I, I've been sitting on that for, for years, occasionally bringing out in a performance. But when this album came along, I thought, this is, it's a, gr- it's a fun perfect. tune. It's a great tune. And Alex Cuba and I have become pals over the last few years playing festivals together. I thought this this would be so exciting to have Alex, you know, bring his talent to the uh, to, to the front for this one. And 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 he was he was very excited to do it. that. And yeah. and it all all the pieces came uh, came together. And and I I love what he did. And then Basha Bulat came in and did a harmony on this as well. So the so La Vida took off. 
And it's awesome. And it's on the Thank album. You. It was good enough to, to make it to the album. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I would love to ask you more questions about this album, but okay. we're going to take a break now so we can hear that song, and then we will come back. Sure. Sound good? Okay, so everyone stay tuned. This is the Winnipeg Music Project on 101.5 UMFM. I'm Ashley Vignage, and we are here with Fred Penner, and now you are listening to La Vida. Familia, la vida es los amigos, la vida es crecer fuerte y feliz. Quiero cantar sobre la vida, quiero cantar sobre la vida. La vida es buenos días, la vida es buena comida, la vida es. Gracias por todo, gracias. Quiero cantar sobre la vida. Quiero cantar sobre la vida. To the Winnipeg Music Project on 101.5 UMFM. This is Ashley Binyash. I'm still here with Fred Penner. Hello. Yes. Hello, Ashley. Hello. <laughs> How have you been? Well, for the last few minutes, I think I've been fine. I, I adjusted my chair, and that's important. So now I can I can lean back without fear of my head hitting the wall behind me mm-hmm. or crushing my guitar that's behind me. Yeah. So I'm I'm comfortable now, ready to continue. I'm so sorry that the first half hour was so uncomfortable. Um, but now you're good, and you can just relax chill. And, and chill and have fun Here we go. with me. So uh, you just released your 13th album, Hear the Music, 13th, mm-hmm. right? Um, 13. What is that like to have so much under your belt, having so many albums? It, it's daunting. Every once in a while I, I, I sort of look at, because I have this, the album or all my albums loaded into my computer, 
and and I every once in a while I sort of flip through and look, wow, wow, really, I did I did all that. I I, sp- I spent that much time in in studios recording all of that. Uh, um, it's it's past, so I, I forget about it, be, because I'm I'm very much into here and now and the present and f- from here forward. I don't dwell in the past. Mm-hmm. So so looking every once in a while, looking back on on stuff like that is uh, is as I said daunting. I think oh, I, that's what I that's that is my legacy. That's part of my legacy. It's uh, it can be an intense feeling. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So then what was your decision to make this 13th? Number 13. Um, well, it, it, I, I started, I mean, I have so many songs because I've, I've, been, I've been writing for, for a long time. There were a few songs that, that I'd written in particular that I really wanted to, to get recorded. So I, I, I needed to, to go the next step. One of them is called Celebrate Being, which was uh, inspired by a... Down Syndrome Conference in Ottawa a few years ago. And uh, I have, as I mentioned earlier, I had a sister who was a Down Syndrome child, so I've been involved with the Down Syndrome societies for for years now. And and this song just came out of this this conference. And uh, and, and I, I, I like the song. I like where, where it went. Um, it, it relates to to this important part of my life. So I wanted to get that down. I wrote a song called Children's Garden for the beautiful Children's Garden in Assiniboine Park. Again, I liked that song and, and I, I felt that that one had you know had a path into into recording. And then there's there's dozens of others that have been sitting on my plate for a long time and I thought, well let's 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 make this happen. Mm-hmm. And uh and last about a year a year and a bit ago uh, I thought the momentum was was starting to build for me I had uh, a label in Toronto or actually in outside of Hamilton Waterdown called Linus Music or True North Entertainment mm-hmm. and they uh, and they were ready to support a new album so it, it seemed like all of the pieces were ready to go it just was waiting for me to make a decision so I did Move for it and it's yeah but how do you what's your what is your kind of choosing criteria to decide the songs for an album you said you have a ton on your plate how do you know which ones are ready to be recorded well i i i picked sort of the top 14 songs that i had uh, i sat down with my producer ken whiteley and we went through each song one at a time looking at them and saying well they, this one could use uh, an, a bridge this one needs a little bit of a chorus this chord progression why don't we go there instead of there um you know so the songs needed to be fleshed out and once we had them in in a form it was uh this one particular tune it's not quite cutting it so we'll 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 put that to the side here's another one to the side and so we 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 did the the editing process on that and mm-hmm. we whittled and and I I built and uh, and allowed my creativity to you know to come forward and my vulnerability to take care of that, and so we we found, you know, uh, four, fourteen, fourteen songs. So I came in with sixteen. We lost two, 
ended up with 14. 14 is a lot for an album now, but mm-hmm. uh, but it had to be. Uh, there were songs I wasn't ready to lose. Yeah. Okay. And what w- you're saying that you lost two songs. That w- what do you mean by they didn't ha- they didn't have the feeling? Well, they they were um, they, there was one called Mariana about a child playing playing by the water, and uh, and it it's sort of a cumulative kind of song, but the accumulation was. Contri- not contrived, but convoluted, mm-hmm. a little bit, and it didn't it didn't sort of flow that well. I I, I like the song. I, I like the uh, it, it's a ukulele piece, so that that may come around at another time if I rework it. Uh, and the other one was um, was was called building a house, which was uh, d- just a little mm, a, a little deeper. In concept, then, uh, then it, it just didn't fit in the whole of the album. Okay. Anyway, mm-hmm. it, it's it's nice to hear that you're so um, flexible with picking your music. Cause I know some artists and myself are very like, yeah. this is the song that I have to share it. Um, and you're totally okay with understanding that there might be just a future album that it might go on. Yeah. Um, lose the ego. Lose the ego. I yeah. remember that <laughs> with my with my. Um, age group it's hard especially with like instagram <laughs> and everything and yeah it's all about me um just as a as a musician i just want to ask a question when you're choosing chord progressions do you yeah. s- do you stick to like the same formula or do you j- are you very into like mixing it up or you start with lyrics i've got lots of chords in my in my brain mm-hmm. what what's happened along the way is is the uh i i try to get away from from the major the major chords I'm, I'm going to play something for you Ooh, uh, as, okay. we're, as we're as we're doing this little yes. analysis here. So so for instance, here's an A major chord. The the the, the fifth string is the A, so I would I would hit. There, there's the chord. Mm-hmm. It's a nice it's a nice full chord, uh, but I've taken to. Moving it up to the fifth fret. So if you're if you if you have a guitar in front of you and you take like um, um, like an E chord and move it up to the fifth fret, then you get so from it, it's inversions basically. Yeah. So from there, there's an inversion. But if you go up to the fifth fret, the A is still there, so you don't really need to play the bar. You can just go. That's three inversions. Yeah. Root. First. Fifth. So you're so playing with that, and then and then if you've got that second position of of the of the A form on the fifth fret, taking off your first finger. So you're, it's it's adding other notes to it that are still related in the chord, but aren't just the the, the, the strict root. one three five yeah. octave. You know, playing variations. And I and I love, I love going into uh, instead of an A minor, just a regular, going into an A minor seven. In an inversion. Okay. Yeah. I'm trying to think of it. And I'm, I'm a pianist. I don't know how to play guitar. 
but I understand what you're saying. It's it's um, it just adds so much color. That's it. It's all it's all about the color. It's about the it it changes the feel of the song mm-hmm. when you go there. Um, it, it uh, so I I don't stick with I, I mean depending on the song too I mean a, a a good major chord has has a perfect place for uh, for a lot of tunage, um, but but f- as a musician finding other ways to 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 build it a bit and and not just sticking with with the with the chord but but going into a uh, a picking pattern that will. Like I, I do that on um, on La Vida. You know, with a with a, a, a first third harmony yeah. going up the line. So I, I could have just stayed in, in the in the chord and done that, but it, but then it wouldn't have there'd be no evolution of the song. It would, it would be more stagnant and less interesting to play with. So I I go into majors, minors, minor sevens, augmented, diminished. Um, nine elevens, <laughs> flat f- seven. You know the yeah. the rest of it is all part of my vocabulary, and uh, and I I love to explore that. Yeah. Um. So that's that's with the chords themselves. But how do you um jump between like the ac- the actual progression, like a one five one or something? Oh, okay. Um. Again, that that just that depends on the on on the on lyric. The on on the feel, mm-hmm. um, I mean, with uh, w- 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 usually there's a change in, in when it comes to 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 bridge, or or chorus will will, will take take another another pass. So your 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 base song will have its its progression, and and I I will often write in you know start with with a, a major, or you know, if it's in a major or minor key. I'll use root positions, mm-hmm. and then it'll be okay. Well, I've got I know what the chord is going to be, but let's play, let's play a, a variation on that. So I'll develop the chord progression for the verse, and then the choruses will will take another form. You, uh, and then and then a bridge is your opportunity to go completely outside, yeah. give it a whole different feel. Take take it in and lyrically taking a bridge into that other that other world you know like, like with uh, with with this is speaking of world with this is my world the 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 the, the chorus is, is is very simple you know grow growing grow growing but then the bridge goes into a a, a seventh chord when the night falls i go to bed tomorrow swimming through my head i'm not afraid to fall asleep i am a shepherd counting my sheep that's that's not you know the the <laughs> it for for me bridges go into into a deeper a deeper level mm-hmm. you know i'm looking at the world it, i'm following my dreams i'm i'm riding the wind all of that business but when the night falls what happens then i go to bed the the world is spinning around me i'm not afraid i'm i'm counting my sheep i'm following this world and then, and then it comes back, you know. So it, yeah. I, I try with 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 my lyrics generally, I try and have that kind of a flow where where the verses will go d- deeper and deeper all the time. Mm-hmm. The, the 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 choruses are are consistent. 
that connecting all that and then the bridges take you into uh, a whole new zone it's like a deeper meaning and or just yeah. like a whole other oh, that's so cool uh it's really nice to hear you <laughs> just like break down your music because like you have such a such a, a process to it like you said like you how you do your creative process and you edit it and it's all like these deeper like thoughts constantly yeah and sometimes yeah. songs sometimes songs come out in one kind of thing but then very very commonly it's all just steps and steps and steps that build yeah. off um so do you have any advice for other musicians or new musicians who want to get involved in maybe writing human music like yourself <laughs> <laughs> um I suppose the first the first question that I would ask is is why do you want to do this? What is it in you that thinks that that you're ready to do that sort of thing? Uh, what are what is your skill set? What do you what skills do you want to have to bring it for to bring uh, your your talent forward? You need to look at your abilities and develop your talent as best you can. Uh, from a lyric point of view, spend time, you know, playing with lyric and just just streaming wherever it, wherever it goes. Do that, you know, get a vocabulary. Uh, I think the the most important question is is the why. Why do you want to do this? Is it are you are you hoping to to make a million dollars? Ha ha ha! <laughs> you know you're 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 doomed yeah. if you're thinking of of becoming that. Yeah, uh, it may happen, but but that cannot be your prime motivation. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, a, a, a approach what you do as honestly as you possibly can. I mean, this is my from my perspective, mainly because what a musician does and puts out into the world can and will have a positive or negative effect on the listener. I mean, it may be just discounted, they won't get into it at all, but if they do listen to it and you are saying something of value, it can register inside of their being. Mm-hmm. And you're responsible for that. Be responsible to your craft. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a good way to put it. So how would you, or when would you suggest that someone should feel ready to, to write music? Or you said like, Ask yourself why. But what are what are good reasons to want wanting to get into music? Would it's, be just it's, liking to make music be sure. Yeah, I, I mean, if 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 it is your your bliss, if you feel uh, a sense of of excitement and elation when you when you play, if you if you are driving yourself to become better at at that, if you're not just satisfied with with those three chords. You know what? Where where else can this go? What else can I do to make myself a better musician, and in turn a better person? There's the there's the other link. Hopefully that that mm-hmm. is made. Um, it I, and, and everybody will approach it from a slightly different different angle. Uh, you know, be, because based on their their cultural background, and the songs that they grew up with, and the and the the things that they've learned. In their in their personal, you know, process and evolution to that to that point. So there's no there's no defined time, but uh, but but just just treat songwriting in particular as a uh, as a craft as a talent, 
you know, n- not just something that you, you throw off, but work at it. it it's mm-hmm. a muscle. Songwriting is a muscle, and it, and it, if you don't d- dig in there and and use it on a daily basis, then it'll atrophy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you have suggestions of where people can or resources people can use to improve their vocabulary, or other than just practicing <coughs> and writing? Um, other like out external resources like movies or um, other music or all books. of that. All yeah, of it. I I think the the a key perhaps is when you hear something, when you hear a song, when you hear a lyric that that really does touch you, then then focus on that. You know, l- listen to it, analyze it. You know, not not in a uh, 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 in in a, in a negative way, but really look at what is it about that song that makes me feel this way. Mm-hmm. What is it about uh, about about that picture? If you're looking at a painting and and suddenly you feel a wave of emotion that comes over you, what is it about that that makes me feel like this? What is it about looking at this incredible redwood tree that makes me feel like this? You know, because uh, we 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 get these emotions constantly as we go through life. Mm-hmm. You see something, and it's oh, it t- takes your breath away. It's so incredible, and and often we 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 let it register, and then we push it away. There's a concept called the ten breath uh, idea. When you see something of of beauty, and you can do this with with music too, I'm sure, is t- focus on that thing that has affected you emotionally. For ten full breaths, you know, look right at it, take it in, and all of a sudden it's back to our meditation discussion. Yeah. <laughs> all of a sudden, that thing, that image, that feeling, that emotion, goes deeper inside of you, and you you feel like you've actually have gained something important by giving giving your focus to that thing, uh, contributing your time and energy to that. For for ten full breaths. Ten full breaths, and and what will you what will you supposedly take away from from that focus after ten breaths? Just like you'll appreciate it more. A- appreciation, love, um, a, a joy inside of you. Uh, um, I, I mean, all all a, a whole range of positive emotion can mm-hmm. can be there, and and then when you. I, I think part of it is is and then when you're feeling feeling down, which we all we all go there, you know, the wave of emotion is constant in our lives and things are things can flip us upside down, then then you have somewhere to go for a moment. You know, you, you can go, oh, you know, I I I'm I'm hurting inside. The the, the this hurt won't last forever, but in the meantime, what can I do to deal with it? Mm-hmm. I'm going to concentrate on on the beautiful moments that I've experienced in my life. Very interesting. I can I can I'm actually really excited to go f- like see people or like talk to people and actually take those ten breaths just to really yeah. relish or just really appreciate it. Um, it sounds like really good inspiration for songwriting, uh, like moments. Sure. Um, yeah. Is that I, not where I, you're, I, that's I mean where I took it. Yeah. Yeah. No. Absolutely. If you if you do. Uh, I mean, it is all about focus and analysis. I mean, if you take any anything that that really has some some connection with you, 
and you do stop and look at it and think what how does that how does that work and how does that feel and and uh and and then it it starts to it starts to morph into something else um i i, I and often when i'm writing i will put myself in the position of of the observer you know uh, and and think how would i feel if i was there um i i uh, I, I wrote a song called, uh, once called i am the wind and and that was the whole process was how would i feel if in fact i was wind wind what would it be i what would i do how would i react to things I love to play every day of the year, helping seasons to come and grow and go. The flowers and plants wait for me in the spring to carry seeds to the places they grow. That's one of the functions of wind mm-hmm. is to blow the seeds to the, you know, to to ground. So so thinking consciously about how a person would be, the emotions that would go, you know, I mean, that's that's just a technique of uh, of, of of songwriting is put yourself in that position. Imagine what it, what it would be like, wh- how you would feel if you were in that in that situation. Mm-hmm. And often the, the the feelings will be will be accurate if you're open and vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, that's a that was really nice to hear you say. <laughs> I just if you could just like keep talking, I'll just like almost say anything else. It's just right. I'm learning so much from you as a songwriter oh, you're sweet. and Thank as you. an individual as a. As a human being. That's right. <laughs> That's probably why you, write, why you write music for other humans. Exactly. <laughs> um, so we do have to start wrapping up because we are almost we out are, of time. We are. Oh, no. Already, yes. Okay. Mm, I, am, I am enjoying talking to you, and I do have Likewise. so many more. Oh, thank you. I have so many questions I want to ask you. So if you do want to come back on the show anytime to me to promote a future album, you're totally welcome. I would mm, love thank you. to hear you talk more about words and music because you're so good at it. Um, well, fredpenner.com is yes. is my website mm-hmm. and uh, and often people will send me email through that the email comes directly to me oh okay and sometimes there's there's questions that people ask that come through that mm-hmm. and also if uh, if if your listeners have particular thoughts that are inspired by this well drop drop fred a line drop uncle fred a line and mm-hmm. maybe i'll have something to say Fantastic. Where else can people find you on social media? Uh, oh, I've, I have Twitter. I'm, uh, I'm Instagram is probably my, my, uh, my bigger, uh, my bigger point. Um, okay, occasionally the, the, the Reddit AMM thing will happen. AMA. AMA. <laughs> what did I say? MAM. MAM? No, no, no. <laughs> ma, 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 no. no. Ask me anything. Ask yeah. me anything, yeah. Yeah, so I'm I'm on I'm on the sites. I I don't do Facebook a whole lot because mm-hmm. it it's just too too busy, too complicated, too many people yeah. trying to trying to get in there. Yeah. I I need to because I'm so busy. I need to control my my points. So I don't follow a lot of a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um but but I'll, I'll input, I'll send out pictures and uh and make mm-hmm. comments and, and retweets and the rest of it. We we did uh, Q with CBC and Tom Power uh, recently, and so there was a whole. Wa- whenever something happens, then there's a wave that that goes out into the into the into the media world. Yeah, some, someone else can. Yeah, um, exactly. Exactly, and that's great. We are going to close <laughs> with the song called "Hear the Music," which yes. is the title track of your title track uh, n- latest album. Which where can people find your album? Uh, go to fredpanner.com. Fredpanner.com, and there are. Um, 
That's what I need to get up there. Mm -hmm. At, at fredpenner.com, there are links to, to online uh, purchasing. Uh, or uh, through Amazon, you can actually buy hard product. But in Winnipeg, at McNally Robinson, they, mm -hmm. have, they have copy. Yeah, that's that seems to be and and the, the I have on good authority that Walmart will be handling the product soon. Fantastic. So that's because uh, they don't do that. Pardon me a lot. Mm -hmm. Oh really? Apparently not. Mm -hmm. they, 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 this is some kind of coup. Mm -hmm. So. Uh, and you're Fred Penner. That doesn't <laughs> always mean uh, anything. Well, it some, means some everything circuits. to me. So. <laughs> yes. Uh, Aren't you sweet? Well, thank you so much for coming onto the show. This has been so much yeah. fun. I yeah. genuinely have learned a lot from you and well, you. has inspired me. And I'm sure people who are listening um, to write and to express I hope their do it. It's uh, you know, and it doesn't have to go anywhere. Be you know, mm -hmm. past past your notebook, past a couple of friends. It's it's that process of getting that out of you into into uh, into a, into a book, into a song, into a poem. Mm -hmm. Learning that process, letting letting things out of you, because if you keep them inside, it's like any emotion or feeling or whatever. If if you bottle it up, then it then it's then it's going to explode at some point. Use use creativity as your release. Mm -hmm. So this song is called "I Hear the Music," and everybody listening, it's an easy pattern, and this is the one that came up melody before lyric. Yes, because I was having breakfast in Alberta somewhere, and this melody came into my brain. I like that. Words? I hear the music every minute of the day. I can hear it all around me. I hear the music every minute of the day. I can hear it all around me. Clickety-clack as the train goes by. Sound of a jet plane in the sky. A couple of dogs barking down the street Saying hi, how are you when we meet A little bird sitting on my windowsill Singing a song, what a trill A baby and her brother laughing in the house Cats in the corner quiet as a mouse Oh, I hear the music every minute of the day I can hear it all around me sing I hear the music every minute of the day I can hear it all around me Walking to the corner or standing still My eyes and ears never get their fill Maybe hot and sunny, a gentle rain Is tap, tap, tapping on my window pane Cause the world is turning, I can feel the beat From the tips of my fingers to the soles of my feet I love life and everything I do It's all about the rhythm and the songs for you Oh, I hear the music every minute of the day I can hear it all around me I hear the music every minute of the day I can hear it all around me I hear the music every minute of the day I can hear it all around me I hear the music every minute of the day I can hear it 